Some places take you away. Some bring you together. Marathon does both. Marathon is Florida's family key with something for everyone. You'll find museums and wildlife refuges, wide open beaches, miles of warm, clear water, and the historic Seven Mile Bridge. For more about Marathon and the latest safety protocols, visit flakeys.com slash marathon. All right, well, praise the Lord. God is so good to us, and I am ready to get started. Thank you for coming on. Thank you for being on the line and muting so we can get right into this word. Father, right now, in the name of Jesus, we thank you and we praise you. You are such an awesome God to us. So we lift you up and we magnify you. We cry, Abba, Father, you are our daddy. You are close to our heart. We are intimately uh, in, engaged in our relationship with you. And we thank you, O oh God, for all of the provisions that you have made for us. We realize it is by your hand, O oh God. It is by your hand that we are able to survive. Thank you, dear Lord, for what you're doing in our lives. We pray right now in the name of Jesus that even on tonight we get closer and closer to you in the name of Jesus by the studying of your word. Please, dear Lord, continue to bless even now. Open up our understanding. Give us revelation knowledge. In Jesus' name, amen, amen, amen. Amen. Now, some folks are texting me saying that they're having problems. Please continue to try. We are on the line. All right. God is so good. Tonight, we're going to keep it moving in this area of the tabernacle prayer. Um, I really want to hold on. That is Sister Sharon. People are always have I don't know what is going on and why this happens. Give me just a second. Let me see. Amen. Okay. Okay. So those are my two my two family members that's that's on the line. Amen. Okay. Well, I don't want to. I want to give her an opportunity. Let's let's just give her a, a couple of minutes. I don't know why it it gives a problem sometimes. Different people have different challenges. Um, matter of fact, you know what I'll do? I'll do a little bit of a review. Now, again, as we um, even as I do the review, as soon as I get ready to go into the review, I'm like, no, I would love for her to hear that as well. Um, when it comes to your prayer time, um, if you've had successful prayer in the past, let me tell you, if you open yourself up to understanding the style, the behavior of the tabernacle prayer guide, it is actually a tabernacle prayer mentality. It's a way of thinking. Uh, I'm still trying to pause. Sorry. I'm still trying to pause. Let me see if she's trying. Oh, I think that's her. Is that you, Sister Sharon? 
No. Okay, it's that's Reverend, not Sister Sharon. Sorry. It's Reverend Warren. Hold on. Reverend Warren. Very good. Very good. Okay. I'm waiting on Sister Sharon. She's saying that she's having, did you have trouble getting on? No, just went right to the, mm-hmm. No okay, problem. great. Mm-hmm. Great, 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 great. I'm going um, to. Okay. Um, let me see. Pastor, can you hear me? Trying. Pastor, can yes. you hear me? Yeah. Uh, I merged. I merged Sister Sharon in with me. Oh, okay. Great, 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 great. All right. All right, Sister so- Sharon. Yes, I am. Okay. <laughs> Very good. Very good. Okay. That's now. See, that's 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 what I'm talking about. That's when it, it says, no, 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 the Lord, listen, listen, the Lord will show you whether you really want. Some folks, again, I'm having trouble, and they just stop trying. Some folks, they say, I'm having trouble, and they keep trying and trying and trying. And, and their Bible study for half of the night was their, de- thank you, Holy Ghost, their determination I'm going to get my study in. We are studying the Tabernacle Prayer Guide, and we have walked through salvation. We have walked through healing, and, and I'm eager to find out what tonight is. No, no, no. And, and it's not a thing where you get all upset, you get flustered, you, you get eager. Uh-uh. Okay, let me try it this way. Come on, Lord, help me. Come on. And you keep trying. And, and there's been nights. I could be hungry. Uh, I'm ready to eat, or um, I could uh, be tired. You know, I had a rough day. I could have been out in them weeds and up under trees and stuff, or or digging up bushes. And the next thing you know, whoo, I'm tired. And now we're having trouble. And well, wow, sorry about that, uh, folks. We're not going to be able to. <laughs> we're not going to be able to do it tonight because. Wow. Okay. Maybe it. Hold on. Speaker off. Okay. Okay, let me know if that continues, because that may be, I don't know what it could be. If if I continue to have feedback, anybody that's getting feedback. Oh, I'm wondering. Okay, let's let's just watch it. Let's just watch it and see if it continues. So so it could be very well very easy for me to say, you know what, we, sorry, we're not having Bible study tonight. Um, somebody calls me on the phone, say, sorry, talk show is not letting me in, and that's it. No, 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 I'm pressing my way because for me, each time there is an obstacle, thank you, Holy Ghost, that's God asking me, how bad do you want to teach this? I'm not looking at it. I'm not looking at it from the, oh, the devil, the devil is trying to. It's always in my life, it's always God is allowing this for what? What are you teaching me? What do you want me to do? Oh, do you want to see if I'm going to tap into your wisdom? Do you, do you want to see if I'm going to call on you to help me? What is it? What is it that you want me to do? Because I am going to ask you for wisdom. Lord, have mercy, and in so many 
things that I don't know, and God gives me wisdom. So when it comes to, again, and I'm talking in every area of your life, it is you and God, and God is showing you whether you trust him or not, whether you think he has wisdom or not, whether you think he has the strength or not, the uh, power, whether he is almighty, whether he is omnipresent, in every situation, it's you and God. Now, you can look at it somewhere else, where the devil this, the devil that, or these people, these people on my job think this and they think that. It's you and God. They can't do anything. You better understand and you better learn to testify. You can't touch me unless you talk to my father. And if you talk to my father and he says it's okay, then he's doing something. You better understand the book of Job. And when Job, when Job had his issue with his children, with his land, with his animals, you better understand that Job was in a relationship with God, the devil requested, and God said, you know what? Go ahead and do it. Yeah, I know, I know. God asked Satan, have you tried him? Satan said, uh, go ahead and touch him. No, 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 I'm not going to touch him. You can touch him. But I'm telling you what my servant is going to do. When you see that story, you have to take it to heart and understand what God is doing. Thank you, Holy Ghost. Hold on two seconds. Now, watch this. Watch this. And I hope I don't have it too close to this computer. All right. So, so as we go into the tabernacle prayer, and you know we have gone, where's my diagram at? You know we have gone through the gate, and we talked about that. Understand, this thing is spiritual. It is spiritual. And when it's spiritual, you got to understand, you're not looking at what you see. You're not looking at physical things. You're looking at the spiritual and understand that the spiritual is so very powerful. And if you don't slow down and take it seriously, God knows when you're taking it seriously. God knows when you're really trying to tap in. And God knows when you have tapped in. Why? Because just like Jesus, when the woman with the issue of blood touched the hem of his garment and virtue left his body, God says, oh, my goodness, my sister is serious. And some of us, some of us won't get serious until tragedy hits. Some of us won't get serious until there's a major decision to be made. No, why not make your effort to be serious about the things of God for a great desire that's within you to say, I really want to know you. So where you're waiting in the car, and instead of you just fouling your nails or polishing your nails, getting out, wiping the car down, uh, sitting in the car, listening to music, you're waiting for someone to come out. It may be uh, anywhere from 20 to 30 minutes, and you say, you know what? I'm going to spend this time, I'm going in a prayer meeting. You grab an area of life and you go into prayer. And when you go into prayer, this tabernacle prayer guide way of praying 
will help you to be more serious about what you're embarking upon each time you pray. Watch this. Understand this, and we're going to talk about it tonight. When it comes to uh, being redeemed, uh, this next area, redemption, redemption, what does it do? Uh, uh, when you when you go to the brazen altar, number one was salvation. Number two was healing, and we walk through all those um, we walk through all those ways that God heals us, and the scriptures affiliated with those. And that was on last week. I don't have my. I don't have my, my, my date written on there, and that's why I'm pausing, because I don't have my date written on there. All right. Now, the third area, second area is healing. Third area, redemption. Redemption. Now, when you start talking about redeemed, there's areas in our life you're not supposed to be going back into those things. Why? Because I've been redeemed. And the, and, and, and the commercial, because you know when I say commercial, the commercial, if you're watching a movie, and, and, and it could be anything, an action movie, but all of a sudden uh, uh, Tide detergent comes on. When I say a commercial, it, it may not seem as if it's going with what we're talking about. But I want to drop this commercial on you real quick because, like I said, one of the things that we're redeemed from is the curse of the law. And, and, and the ritualistic way of doing things. So every day I pray at 6 o'clock. And I pray every day at 6 o'clock. And I pray the tabernacle prayer every day. That's not what I'm doing when I'm saying this has blessed me real good. Some mornings you may not go through the tabernacle prayer. That's not why we're learning this. What you really want to do at all times is be open to the move of the Holy Spirit, and the Holy Spirit may just say, which will mess some people up in their, in their religiosity, when you pray, you want to pray with the Holy Spirit is directing you. So your prayer, stop. Your prayer might just be, our Father, which art in heaven. And you walk through the Lord's prayer, and that's it for today. No, 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 ain't no way I can pray that prayer. I'm used to praying for at least 30 to 45 minutes every day, an hour, hour and a half. That's the way I pray. I pray that prayer every day. I'm not praying no five-minute, Lord is, Lord is my, our Father which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Uh-uh. That's not me. That's not me. I can't do it. Listen, you will end up being a slave to the law. Whose law? Your law. Whose guideline? Who spoke? You spoke. So the commercial is we're not going over the tabernacle prayer. Thank you, Holy Ghost.
Yes, we do. We are on the line now. Thank you, Holy Ghost. You do not want to get ritualistic in anything pertaining to God. You want to you wanna be one of the sheep that hear his voice. So if he says walk through the tabernacle, you walk through the tabernacle. If he disrupts the tabernacle, guess what? Then you go with him and understand that was God. Why? Because God allowed me to be disrupted. It could have been a bug on the wall. And, and, and that bug could have pulled my attention. It could have been a mouse running across the floor. It could have been a knock at the door. It could have been a postman with a package. And then the package had, had uh, uh, complications, mix-ups, and guess what? They wind up, they wind up taking my time away, and I was never able to get back, in, and God allowed it. So as we walk through the tabernacle, understand we're not learning the tabernacle way of praying for you to get ritualistic and make sure that you go through every step every day. This is really an understanding of what you're doing when you pray, and it's giving you a deeper sympathy, a deeper understanding, a deeper empathy for the things of God in your life, the way they impact your life, understanding it the way you understand the physical, understanding in order for me to get, listen, in order for me to get out of this house, any uh, front door, side door, back door, or window, the, the item, unless I bust through it, just like ram myself into the door, it has to be opened by the door. The, the, the handle of the door, the, the, the latch on the window has to be unlatched, unlocked, and slid open before I can get out. Understand when you're going into the presence of God, there are things that you have to do in the spiritual, and that is a understanding. Your belief has to be solid. Thank you, Holy Ghost. So that's what we're doing. When we understand salvation, the spiritual things of salvation, the spiritual opening of, of what happens, the healing process that happens in our bodies, that happens in our minds, that happens emotionally. The wounds that, that this heals in, 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 our, in our spirit. The disease. See, when you can't get into it, that you, you start to believe that, guess what, disease has uh, preeminence over you. No, no, no. Your spirit man rules. But if you don't understand that your spirit man rules, if you've never studied and got it to the point where it's sunk into your heart, that's into your deep thoughts where you really believe, no, 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 you believe that the physical can go wrong and it's no help. I believe that the physical can go wrong and my spiritual can supersede my physical and I be healed by my spiritual. Why? Because the spiritual was first. What do you mean? 
God came as a spirit and spoke the physical into, into existence. So the spiritual that we operate in at all times is not what we see. It's what we don't see. It's what we don't see. Hold on two seconds. Sorry about that. Somebody else is trying to get on, and they're texting me. All right, redemption, redemption. All right, so I'm going to redemption. That's the next area, and this is all under the brazen altar, the cross and what it provides, the cross and what it provides. So when you look at the cross and you look at Jesus Christ down on that cross, you see salvation, you see healing, and you see redemption. Let's walk through this. You've got to understand when it says, Redemption is by, you better understand, it's by Christ, Matthew 20 and 28. And I'm going to run through these first three, uh, first two, first two very quickly, but then I'm going to take a little bit more time on the redemptions from. The redemption by Christ, Matthew 20 and 28, even as the Son of Man came not to be ministered to, but to minister and to give his life a ransom for many. Understand it. You've got to lock that thing in. Is that your final answer? You've got to lock it in. When it's your final answer, yes, that's my final answer. I'm not changing it. Understand that Christ came to minister to us and to give himself a ransom for many, okay, by Christ. So it was redeemed, redeems us. Redemption is by Christ. And in the next area, redemption is by the blood of Christ. Acts chapter 20, verse number 28. Thank you, Holy Ghost. Acts chapter 20, verse 28. It says, take heed, therefore, to yourself and to all the flock over the which the Holy Ghost has made you overseers. To feed the church of God, which he has purchased, thank you, Jesus, with what? His own blood. Understand this spiritual thing that happened, and it happened through the blood of Jesus. That's why just for the sake of saying the blood, the blood, the blood, okay, now I'm going to yell it. When I yell it, then that means it gives it power. No. If I say it a whole lot of times real quick, that gives it the power, the blood, the blood, the blood, the blood, the blood, the blood, the blood. If I strain when I say the blood, the blood, that gives it power. No. What gives it power is your understanding of it. That, that, thank you, Holy Ghost. That releases the power for you to operate in it. When you know deep down in the reservoirs of who you are, that I've been brought with a price, and the price was the blood of Christ. So the first area, we said redemption is by Christ. Redemption is by the blood of Christ. What does it redeem us from? The first thing it redeems us from is all evil. It redeems us from all evil. Look at Genesis chapter 48, verse number 16. 
Genesis 48, verse number 16. It says, And the angels which redeemed me from all evil bless the lads and let my name be named on them. And the name of my father, Abraham and Isaac, and let them grow into a multitude in the middle of the earth. So understand, even from Genesis, the redemption process, even as Christ throughout the Old Testament is mentioned when it starts talking about redemption, the redemption is the future Christ coming at all times. It's always a redeeming process that was coming from Genesis. Always connected, always seeing Christ throughout the Old Testament. First thing, you redeemed from all evil. So some folks are still giving in to evil. Some folks are still operating in evil because why? It has not settled in their spirit. You are redeemed from that. Thank you, Holy Ghost. You are redeemed from that. When you understand it, guess what? You start acting different. When you understand it, you get access to the power. You operate in it. You operate in it. Watch this, Psalms 34 and 2. My soul shall make her boast in the Lord. The humble shall hear thereof and be glad. Deep down inside, when it talks about your soul, redeem. My soul shall make her boast in the Lord. Why? I've been redeemed. Understand, your soul making us boast in the Lord is not just you being loud. And we've done it in the church for I don't know how many years. The, the, the church the, the, has actually been led astray by, again, nothing's wrong with exuberance. Nothing's wrong with uh, uh, expressing in a loud voice. There's nothing wrong with it. Understand there has to be something behind it. There has to be an understanding behind it. My soul, deep down inside, not just my mouth, not just my body. Thank you, Holy Ghost. Let's keep it moving. All right? Number one was what? Redeemed from all evil. Number two, redeemed from all iniquity. Redeemed from all iniquity. Psalm 130, verse number 8. Psalm 130, verse number 8. And he shall redeem Israel from all his iniquities. And he shall redeem Israel from all his iniquities. All right? Watch this one. Titus chapter 2. Titus chapter 2, verse 14. Who gave himself for us that he might redeem us from all iniquity and purify to himself a peculiar people, zealous of good works. You always, listen, the good works, let me tell you something. If you're not doing, uh-oh, what was that? 
Uh-oh, I just heard something. Sorry. Ooh, I got to be careful. I'm using my laptop as my desk. I thought I had disconnected something. All right, thank you. Watch this. It's always a evidence. What you do is evidence of what you believe. Your good works. Now, you've got some religions that go overboard with good works, and the Bible clearly says your good works did not save you. Your good works, watch this, are not going to pay the price for the penalty of your sin. You can't, thank you, Holy Ghost, you can't barter with God. I'm going to do this, so you'll do that. I'm going to do this. No, when you do something, you're doing it out of obedience, and God bless you. Watch this. It's my grace, thank you, Holy Ghost, and my mercy. It's his sunshine. It's his. Well, God, I don't think that you should allow your sun to shine on evil people and, and evil at all. I don't think you should let your rain fall on evil. Let it be dark on them. Let it be dry. Let them be in a drought. Put them all in a, in a place by themselves and let them just die off. He says, I allow my sun to shine, my rain to fall on the just and the unjust. You've got to learn to leave that up to God. And some folks, just like Jonah, they get overzealous in trying to direct God on what should be done how it should be done, watch this, to whom it should be done. Not understanding, guess what? You got a big old moat in your own eye. You got a big old beam, a big old gigantic beam, and here it is, you trying to look at something that's in someone else's eye, and God is saying, listen, you, this is what you need to understand. Know that you've been redeemed from all iniquity. You've been purified as a peculiar people. You be zealous in good works. Titus chapter 2, verse 14. All right? So it's all evil, all iniquity, right? Let's look at this one. Number three, all trouble. All trouble. Redeemed, redemption is is from all trouble. When you read in the Bible, not for the sake, oh, you know what, I'm going to get a chapter in the day. I'm going to get a chapter in the day. Now, if the Lord is directing you, read a chapter. For this season in your life, I want you to read three and four chapters a day. I want you going along with the uh, Bible in a year, in the Our Daily Bread, I want you going along with that until I tell you to stop. Always know that it's about you hearing the voice of God and following uh, and, 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 and sometimes it's about you reading one verse. Watch this verse, little short verse, Psalms 25, verse 22. Psalm 25, verse 22. Redemption, redeem Israel. Redeem Israel, O God, out of some... Of their trouble. Okay, okay, I'm sorry, I, I read that wrong. Out of most of his troubles. Okay, out of almost all of his troubles. 
You better understand, we are redeemed from all of our trouble. When you start talking about Israel, when, it, when you start talking about the uh, people of God in any form or fashion, you better understand, you are in that number. I've been redeemed from all my trouble. Now, watch this. When, when you relate this to the prayer guide, to, to the tabernacle prayer guide, when you go in, you understand, I've been redeemed. You, listen, you've got a reverence for God like none other. When you understand it, thank you, God. You're sitting there. You're meditating. You're focused in on God. Thank you, God. And you're, rem listen, you're rolling over in your mind, I've been redeemed from evil. I've been redeemed from iniquity. I've been redeemed, number three, from trouble. I've been redeemed, watch this, from death. Thank you, Holy Ghost. Oh, yeah, we could have just said, um, so when you go into the brazen altar, you have salvation, and folks, you know about salvation, healing, and redemption, and move right on. These folks know about redemption. No, this is a study. This is a deep study. This is a, a time of meditation. We pray that the Lord would sink this word. As we're going to go over in the Tabernacle Prayer Guide, that he would give us a revelation of his word. Let this word come alive. Not, not to come alive just for you to know, but for you to operate in it. Thank you, Holy Ghost. Redemption is from death. I will ransom, this is Hosea chapter 13, verse 14. Hosea chapter 13, verse 14. I will ransom them from the power of the grave. I will redeem them from death. O death, I will be your plague. O grave, I will be your destruction. Repentance shall be hid from my eyes. Let it soak in. Thank you, Lord. Some folks, watch this, are living afraid of death, afraid of the unknown, having an understanding being absent from the body, being present with the Lord, but not really having that understanding, but not really believing it. You have to believe it. God's got me. If I leave today, if my loved one leaves today, oh, my God, thank you, God. That was your decision. You say, well, how you know it was God's decision? It can't happen without him signing off on it. Thank you, God. 
according to your divine will. We're going to go over it according to your prophesied word, according to your master plan. Bless your name. Bless your name. All right? That one's from death. One, two, three, four. Number five, from destruction. Redemption is from destruction. Psalms 103, verse 4. Psalm 103, verse 4. Who redeems your life from destruction. Who redeems your life. Y'all know I'm going to slip it in there when y'all not around. I'm going to slip it in there. Who redeems my life. You gotta, you, when you read it, you got to take it personally. Redeems my life from destruction who crowns me with loving kindness and tender mercies. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. No, that, that's got to sink into your spirit. That's one of them days where the Lord drop a scripture on you and you go, wow. And you sit there for a moment, and you don't just get busy about your day. You sit there, and you allow that to soak in. <laughs> who redeems your life from destruction, who crowns you with loving kindness and tender mercy. And every time you see mercy, understanding your heart ought to go out, knowing that the wage of sin is death and the gift of God is eternal life. So I deserve death because of my sin, but because of Jesus Christ going to the cross, dying on the cross for my sin, making himself a curse for me, guess what? Taking on my sin, taking on my penalty, that mercy, not to mention after me getting the understanding Still not slipping in sin, but walking in sin in, in, in times of my life. And knew that Christ had died for my sin. Mercy. Who crowns you with loving kindness and tender mercy. Watch this. That's Psalm 103, verse number 4. I'm going to punch it in. Psalm. Here we go. Psalm 103. What am I punching in? Okay. Psalm 103. And what did we say? Verse number four. I'm looking at it in the Knowing Jesus uh, Bible dot Knowing Jesus Knowing dash Jesus dot com. Who watch this? This is the Amplified version of the Bible. Who redeems your life from the pit and corruption? Who who beautifies, dignifies, 
and crowns you with loving kindness and tender mercy. Bible in basic English says, he keeps, you, he keeps back your life from destruction, crowning you with mercy and grace. Now, when you go into prayer, knowing that God himself, see, again, if you go into prayer, you wake up, you wipe and sleep out your eye, you still yawning, you still wishing that you could have another hour and a half of, of sleep, and you kind of like just stumbling into the room where you pray at. It could be in the living room. It could be in the family room. You sit down on the couch. <sighs> Morning, Lord. Ugh. You're not thinking about, oh, my goodness. It keeps me back from destruction, crowning me with mercy and grace. When you go before him, you better understand, it is a very powerful, spiritual, before we get, listen, we ain't, we're nowhere near the Holy of Holies. So you're not just waking up and yarning your way into the presence of the Lord and expecting your prayer to have power. Let me tell you something. When you start reverencing God in your prayer, you're going to start to see miracles, small or large. It doesn't make any difference. You're going to start to know that you're tapping in to the power of God. Every believer has this opportunity. Every believer does not take it. Why? Because we're going through routines. We're, thank you, Holy Ghost. We're going through rituals, and guess what? We're, we're getting used to not seeing the awesome power of God move, and, and we would die going through those rituals and those routines. And you know what God did? God allowed COVID-19 to disrupt our procedures. He allowed it. No, no, no. Understand the word allow. Understand it fully. He did not create it. He, don't, he doesn't make evil. He's not influenced by evil. You can't tempt him with evil, and he does not tempt us with evil. However, you better understand he will allow it. And particularly when he's got to check us, he allows some things to happen in our lives. When he needs an object lesson, you know, the enemy always wants to kill, steal, and destroy. So for us going over 100,000 people dead, guess what? That's nothing for the enemy. That's what he does. Let me at him. I'm ready to destroy him every day. I want all of them to die. Understanding he has no power over the believer's life. And that's why we get excited about introducing someone else to the body of Christ. According to the will of God, according to him moving upon your heart, according to him, not my will, but thy will be done. All right, let's go back. All right, so that's one, two, three, four, five is destruction. That was Psalm 103, verse 4. Watch this. Mm 
Number six, redemption is from enemies. Thank you, God. Some folks get really excited. Oh, they had it out for me. Oh, yeah, I know it. my man right there. My man right there was trying to take me down. It has nothing to do with them. They have no power. Please stop giving them power. Please stop talking about them. Talk about the awesomeness of your God. How are you going to do this one, God? How are you going to handle this? Oh, I'm going to stay right here in your face. I see the enemy is coming at me, but I know what you told me to do with my enemies. Love them that hate me. Pray for them that despitefully use me and abuse me. I know what you told me to do, and when you allow them to come and I see that they're not, they don't have my best interests at heart, then guess what? I'm going to do exactly what you told Obedience, I know, dear Lord, I know obedience is better than sacrifice. I know obedience is better than sacrifice. So it's better for me to do what you told me to do when you tell me to do it than for me to do what I want to do because of what they're doing to me. Oh, yeah, 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 retaliation. Retaliation. Oh, I'm sorry, I just did the wrong thing. In the middle of Bible study, I... Let Cooper outside, and uh, the gate is open. Sorry. Come here. Come here. Come on. I didn't realize that. Sorry, folks. Move, buddy. Go. Go. Come on. No, you're not going out. Go. Okay. I was trying to be slick. But then I had to call him. All right. Redemption from your enemies. Redemption from your enemies. So you cannot sit and put your enemy with all this power. The en- this guy is trying to do this. This lady is trying to do this. Oh, she thinks she's slick, this, 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 this. It has nothing. As long as you get caught up on them, then guess what? It's going to be hard for you to tap into him. Yeah, write that one down. As long as you get caught up on them, it's going to be hard for you to tap into him because you're giving them all the power. You're giving them all the control. They have no power. They have no control. The people have no control. Your thing is God is looking for you to remain focused on him. And no matter how long it's going to take. I heard somebody, but you know what? This has been going on. It doesn't matter how long it's been going on. That was Psalms 106, verse 10 and 11. Psalm 106, 10 and 11. Redemption is from enemies. And he saved them from the hand of him that hated them. And redeemed them from the hand of of the enemy. Good God Almighty. They don't have, listen, I don't care who it is. But that's the lawyer. But that's the doctor. But that's my teacher. But that's my parents. If they set themselves up as your enemy, they better watch out when you are a believer. Jeremiah chapter 15, verse 21. Jeremiah chapter 15, verse 21. Thank you, Holy Ghost. And I will deliver you out of the hand of the wicked. 
and I will redeem you out of the hand of the terrible. No, you got to let it soak in. When you go into prayer, understand the God that you're going before. Understand that this has been happening down through the years. And understand that he has never not done what he said he was going to do. So when they come after you, they better understand. If they don't understand, you don't, you don't have to worry about that. If you don't understand, that's what you have to worry about, that when you go into prayer, that the God you serve is not looking. Okay, if you don't tell, tell me exactly what to do. He knows the people who are setting themselves up as your enemy. Thank you, Holy Ghost. He knows the plan that they're plotting, the plan that the plan that they're plotting against you that's going to evolve day by day for the next thirty days. They think that they're getting ready to pull something over on you. you they got to know. If they don't know, you need to know that God already knows their plan, knows where they're at, know where they're going to be at in thirty days, and understands that. Guess what? What they feel they're getting ready to do is going to work in their eyes, but they don't realize that's going to be your blessing. That's going to be your blessing because you're going to stay faithful to God and God is going to bless you. This is what happened to Job. The Bible says, and Job was blessed twice as much as he was before. You better understand it. These are not just little, little fairy tales. Psalm chapter 106, 10 and 11. Wow. It's almost over, but you can get the last 10 minutes. Keep trying. Here's somebody that said, okay, wouldn't let me on. Here it is, 10 minutes, almost 10 minutes left, and they still trying. Thank you, God. That's, that's your Bible study. It's your commitment to keep trying. I need this word. All right? So we've got one, two, three, four, five, six. Next one, number seven, redemption is from the bondage of the law. And this is where I really wanted to get these next two. I really wanted to get here because some people really get ritualistic and, and following the law, and they really make themselves out of a little God's and, and they really uh, make themselves holier than thou because they keep the law. The bondage. The law is, is bondage. Okay. All right. Well, I can't help. Okay, the bondage of the law. Galatians chapter 4, verse number 5. Galatians chapter 4, verse number 5. To redeem them that were under the law, that we might receive the adoption of sons. Thank God for the redemption from being under the law, following the law. Making the law, because I'm doing everything that the law says, making it a law to me, making it a God to me. Even deifying me 
because I keep the law to the letter. It does not deify you. It does not make you a god. You got to understand your following the law is out of your love for God. It should not be because this is written and you don't have a relationship with God. It is no longer about following these rules and regulations. It's about relationship. I love God. If you love him, then you keep his commandments. It's not about just doing it and now I can boast in front of other people, oh, I've been keeping the law since I was 13 years old. I have not broken one law of the, of the law. I have not broken one. And then folks look at me like I'm holier than thou. No. It's out of relationship, folks. Galatians chapter 4, verse number 5. Let's keep it moving. The first one was the bondage of the law. The next one, the curse. Number 8. The curse of the law. The curse of the law. Galatians chapter 3, verse 13. Galatians chapter 3, verse 13. Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law, being made a curse for us. For it is written, cursed is everyone that hangs on a tree. He did not sin. When you go into prayer, understanding that the God you serve came down through generations to die and to become a curse. Understand, he never, when I talked about keeping the law and never fracturing one law, that was Christ. And to become a curse on a tree for me. When you go into prayer, you listen, that's got to pass through at some point, understanding, thank you, God. Thank you for all that you've done. Some mornings, when it comes to the brazen altar, you may not go over salvation. You may not hit healing. You may hit redemption, and out of redemption, out of all the things that he redeemed us from, one of the things that really highlighted that morning was that you redeemed from the curse of the law. Galatians chapter 3, verse 13. Let's keep it moving. You redeem from the power of sin. Redeem from the power of sin. Being made, uh, Romans chapter 6, Romans chapter 6, verse 18. Oh, you know what? That's not a dash. That's a comma. Redeem. Okay, so Romans chapter 6. Thank you, Holy Ghost. I still got the Bible sitting right there open on Romans chapter 6. Look at verse 18 and then verse 22. Verse 18, verse 22. Being made free from what? Sin. Ye became the servant of righteousness. Verse number 22. But now being made free from sin and becoming a servant to God. Ye have your fruit. Again, that's your works. That's the things that you do. Obedient to the voice of God. Obedient to the word of God. You have your fruit unto holiness. And the end, everlasting life. Thank you, God. I'm doing what I do until I go home to be with him. Romans chapter 6, verse 18 and 22. Being made free from sin. 
So when you do sin, and some folks act like they don't sin, they put on that they don't sin, and in front of folks, knowing that they do sin, that's not going to see the power of God move in your life. Trying to walk through like you do in the law, uh, as if everything is okay, but knowing that there is no genuine relationship. You've got to have a genuine relationship in order for you to see the power. It's not about me. I don't mind. I can play the background. You've got to be able to play the background. Let somebody else be the, the soloist. Let somebody else be up front and really be okay with it. No, 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 you go ahead. Free from what? Sin. Stick with me. Next, free from the power of the grave. Psalm 49, verse 15. Redemption is from the power of the grave. Psalm 49, verse 15, but God will redeem my soul from the power of the grave. The grave can't hold me down. The grave can't keep me. You know what the Bible says? And, 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 and we, which shall, we, we which remain shall be caught up. That, that it says, the dead in Christ, there you go, thank you, Holy Ghost, the dead in Christ shall rise. The ground is going to have to give up this dead. The, the water is going to have to give up its dead. And we which are alive and remain shall be caught up. God has all power. It's not about this fleshly body. It's about your spirit. Which one was that? That was the power of the grave. We got two more. Let's try to get them in. Redemption is from the presence of the present, the present evil world. The present evil world. And if you look around right now, it's so much going on. Oh, my goodness, it looks dark. It's dark. It's like I can't believe. Oh, my goodness. Are we still dealing with this? Are we still dealing with that? Are you, you mean to tell me what? Galatians chapter 1, verse number 4, who gave himself for our sin, who gave himself for our sins, that he might deliver us from this present evil world, according to the will of God and our Father. And the last one, redemption is from vain conversations. Vain conversations. So when it comes to redemption, good God Almighty. Woo! First Peter chapter 1, verse 18. First Peter chapter 1, verse 18. For as much as you know, that you were not redeemed with corruptible things as silver and gold from your vain conversation received by tradition from your fathers. 
First Peter chapter one verse eighteen. First Peter, I'm punching it in. Chapter one verse eighteen. Right? First Peter chapter one verse eighteen. Watch this. Bible in basic English. The Bible in basic English. Being conscious that you have been made free from that foolish way of life, which was your heritage from your fathers, not through a payment of things like silver and gold, which come to destruction. The Amplified says, you must know, recognize, that you were redeemed, ransomed from the useless, fruitless way of living inherited by tradition from your forefathers, not with corruptible things such as silver and gold. It wasn't paid for. It was by the blood of Jesus. Last area. It's what? From our vain conversation. Watch what comes out of your mouth. When you go into your prayer, ooh, ooh. when you go into your prayer, understanding, understanding, wow. I've been redeemed from that conversation. I don't even talk like that anymore. I've been redeemed from that way of thinking. I don't think like that anymore. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. All right. Wow. When it comes to you being redeemed, now, are you saying, Pastor, every time I go into the tabernacle, I got to walk through each? No, no, no. You may go through there a few mornings, and you may mention a few of them because the Holy Spirit allows it to come to your mind, but you may just say, I've been redeemed from the curse. I've been redeemed. Sometimes it may just be I've been redeemed. But when you say I've been redeemed, if you study to show yourself approved under God, a workman that need not be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth, you will understand that guess what? There's a whole lot of stuff I've been redeemed from because of Christ. Amen? Amen. God bless you, saints of God. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for pressing your way. God willing, uh, I'll, I'll be with you on Sunday and then Bible study on next week. Amen. Hey, guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing, and now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun, Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.